Just As Be podcast was created to connect the people of the Inland Empire and abroad to a community platform to discuss workforce, career pipelines, environments, education, policies, art, cultural activities, community events, and more. Check out our website at www.justsb.org, where we are working together to create the people's plan. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another Just As B podcast. And today we have a special guest uh, from one of the orgs from Just As B. We have Darrell Jones, who's a college prep advisor with Blue Educational Foundation. And it's an honor to have Blue Educational Foundation here on this podcast today. And we're going to hear some great things they got to tell us about what their organization is doing and, you know, how to stay connected. So we're not without any further ado. Um. We already know the name of your organization. What kind of work do you do so people know uh, what is Blue Foundation working on? Oh, thank you. Thank you, Alex. So awesome. Happy to be here. Um, just a little bit about us. So we are considered to be one of California's leading organizations in college access and educational equity. So Blue's mission is ultimately to build healthy and productive communities. But we consistently work towards that goal through four of our focus areas. The first being college and career access. So looking at some of our programmatic work, working directly with students, but also looking at the data and really trying to see what are some of the policy changes that needs to happen to make sure that we can actually attain educational equity, especially within the Inland Empire. Then looking at our civic engagement work and once again, going towards policy. What are some of the policies that are hindering or creating barriers for a lot of the people within our community? And then also the arts, just exposing more of our students and our community to the arts and just the therapeutic aspects that has, the creativity that flows through it. And then finally, our leadership development. Um, and with the crown jewel of our leadership be- development being our Institute for Civic Engagement, it has four prongs. We work directly with parents and show them how to be advocates through our Parent Leadership um, Institute. We have our Civic Engagement Institute for those who would like to be civically engaged in the community, try to figure out what can they do. Um, And then we also have our uh, public officials. So those who want to run for office but don't really know how, whether that's for a school board position or um, a government position, we give them the tools necessary to effectively do so. And then our upcoming one will be working with students. And I'll talk a little bit more about that later. Well, you know what, let's start, you know, you did a great breakdown of the Blue Foundation. Now the question is, how did you get involved and, and what, you know, how? Yeah, how did you become part of the process? That's a beautiful uh, platform. And so uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, so me, interestingly enough, I was a blue student first. So um, yeah, back when I was in high school, uh, went to San Bernardino High School, and I wanted to, at the time, I wanted to pursue getting into the medical field. And so I remember working with uh, one of the college prep advisors. They created a, a personal education plan. That's what we call our PEP. They created a personal education plan with me. They charted out all the things that I needed to do and accomplish. And they also introduced me to a local program that I didn't even know about. Loma Linda has what they call a discovery program where over the summer you get to engage with um, some of the faculty, staff, and some of the students and learn like what does it take to really get into the school and then look at all the different careers and stuff. So they just provided me with this wealth of information. So I was like, okay, so that was my first experience. Fast forward. Um, I decided to do the Institute for Civic Engagement after I graduated from Cal State San Bernardino. I was like, this seems like a dope opportunity. Let me just figure out how I can really find my voice, advocate, 
And what can I do for my community since I've lived in San Bernardino all my life and my parents have lived there all their lives as well. So it's like, what can I do? So I dove into that work, um, got to learn more about public speaking and really how to utilize my voice, got to learn about power building and coalition building and fit really identifying who are my allies um, and who are some of those who may oppose what, I, what, I, what I'm trying to accomplish and really how to navigate around that. So it was a great opportunity, great process. And then after Miss Walker hit me up and she was like, you know, do you want to work for Blue? <laughs> and so um, began this work as a college prep advisor, um, advising students, working with students, and it's been a blast. Um, I'm shifting over more into coordinating work. So being able to look at bigger projects and marketing and really telling Blue's story um, has become more of my focus now. So, I mean, it's been a ride of since 2019. So two years, we're going on two years. With my journey wow with yeah and i love it wow and and i'll say this i mean you are a perfect person for the opportunity it's also a beautiful thing to have people you work with or serve and then they become part of your leadership or your infrastructure and so that's always a beautiful story um because it's not just about the what you what you say to folks but what happens out of the work and you are a testimonial to that so shout out to dina walker uh the founder of blue uh foundation and i just wanted to give mad love and shout out to your organization because that's amazing um can you tell us uh, a special moment or memorable moment uh as some of the work you've done with blue that has uh kind of highlighted uh you know some of your guiding principles or just kind of like this is the work this is why we do the work we do you know how you have that moment that reassures you this is why we do what we do um do you have that for us Man, so, and this is, I tell this story all the time. So Blue, we have three guiding principles or what we call our pillars. The first being relationships matter. We know that we cannot really get this work done if we do not develop really strong relationships within our community and those who are servicing. So that's one piece. Two, trust and truth is imperative. So when we're engaging with community and when we're servicing people, it's imperative that we give honest feedback. We let them know where they really stand and how we can improve. Um, it's not just skating, skating by and really like just leaving things by the wayside. It's making sure that we're honest with them about the entire process. So trust and truth is imperative. And then last but certainly not least, love is at the center. Love is essential to every piece of work that we do. If there's not love in it, then you will not last in this work at all. You will not last in this work at all because that's what's going to keep you. So I said all that to say I utilized those uh, pillars when I was a college prep, when I was working with uh, students as a college prep advisor. And I'll never forget this student who she wanted to become a firefighter. She went to school in Riverside and she wanted to become a firefighter. And she had done like all the academy work throughout high school, um, had researched which college to go to. She found one in Mobile that had a dope program. Um, and she was ready to apply. So she came to me. She's like, I know what I want to do. I'm ready to apply. Da, 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 da. I'm like, okay, cool. And so I was like, well, bring your mom over so we could do your FAFSA. So her mom comes, um, and she's, she's Latinx. So her mom comes and she was just like, so I don't really know how we're going to do this. Like the daughter had stepped out and went to class and she just looked at me. She was like, I don't know how we're going to do this. I can't afford for her to go to college. Like, this is going to be impossible. She, but, and she started crying. She was like, she works so hard. And I just really want her to be able to get to this piece and to finally, you know, start pursuing her dreams. And so I was just like, I was choked up. At that year, 
there was um, what was called the Promise Program. So it was allowing students to get their tuition paid for. If they went to a community college in California, they were able to get their tuition paid for in 2019. So I told her, I was like, you haven't heard of the Promise Program? She was like, no, I've never heard. And I mean, and so once I told her that and we did the FAFSA, tears just started flowing. She just said, thank you, because I wanted this so bad for her, but I didn't know how we were going to be able to do it. And at that moment, I realized like not everybody has access to the information and resources that you think just come naturally. You think everyone should know about this or you think that just school administrators just naturally tell or the information gets disseminated down. But sometimes it doesn't it gets lost in an email and a robocall. But just being able to build that relationship with that parent and with that student to let them know, like, these are your options. These are your resources and the things that you want are actually attainable. So it reminds me to constantly keep doing the work that I'm doing so that moments like those, pivotal moments like those on someone's journey to becoming who they want to be, you know, just having a small hand in that. And it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Sounds like a big hand. And then you definitely, definitely did something valuable and important, especially when education is more prevalent now than it's ever been historically in our lives. So I just want to say big, 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 big thank you for that. And a shout out to Blue again for holding that down and, and making actually changing someone's uh, family dynamics. Because, you know, the truth is, as folks attain an education and a degree, depending on what career they go into, you might actually change their economic status and actually um, change the course of, of the entire generation. So good job. Thank you. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. So now let's jump into this next question. We talked about a memorable moment. Now let's talk about what's going on in the future. What new things you got going on? What uh, events or thing you uh, or policy or organization or product or program uh, or project you got going on that the world need to know? Let us know what's going on. Well, Blue always tries to be on the cusp of innovation, especially when it comes to this work of educational equity and just really seeing how can we further push the envelope and do things differently so that we can see a new result. Because, I mean, you are going to see the same thing if you keep doing the same thing. So a new thing that we're doing, um, actually launching this fall, we're going to be partnering with local community colleges um, and focusing on in on how to effectively build student leaders. So when you think about that, there's typically a lot of people in student positions, government positions on campus like ASI at Cal State. But when you look at those faces, typically they're not students of color. Typically they're... Um, a lot of our overachieving, high performance students who just tend to just get into those positions, popular students. We're looking at who are some of our strivers. So strivers, when I say strivers, I mean, who are some of the students who are potentially low income, don't have the highest GPA, typically from about 2.3 to 3.0, but have a passion for really seeing change and really want to push for a lot of um, educational policies or things they would like to see differently on campus, you know, have that that energy and that hunger for that. So being able to lift those voices up. So primarily with this program, we're going to be looking at those students and those faces and then giving them the tools that they need to properly advocate for themselves, advocate for their issues and figure out who do they need to speak with in order to really start seeing change around their campus? So it's lifting up the voices who typically aren't heard and just equipping them so that they can knock it out of the, knock, knock it out of the park 
in terms of their goals, their accomplishments, and everything regarding policy and systems change in an educational platform. That's amazing. And, you know, one of the works out there people may not be aware of um, is very vital to be a part of a social network because, um, you know, social capital is always how we grow and expand our resources and our capacity, not just to learn, but to do the work and and also um, to receive more funding. So I just want to say big, 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 big shout out to the Blue Foundation again, because that is just enormous. And for folks who don't understand people of color, when they go into institutions, they don't trust um, the establishments. And a lot of times they miss a lot of those opportunities. So having that leadership component is very, very important and it's key. And so I just want to, um, to the audience listening, just reiterate that's big and you may not know it, especially folks who come from privileged families, because that's what y'all do naturally. But when it comes to community color, that's not a natural element. And that, that is a missing link. So big props to Blue Foundation for doing that. Um, uh, so now tell us, um, just San Bernardino, y'all part of that process. Now, how did y'all connect to that process? And because and, that's the dynamic group right there. So, so tell us a little bit about that process. Man, Just San Bernardino is, as you said, a dynamic group. Um, we were fortunate enough to get a call from the Community Foundation and just they were telling us about the work that would that would be taking place, the organizations involved, and how could we not be a part of it? If Blue's mission is to help build healthy, productive communities, how could we not take place in this opportunity? And then just seeing the dynamic organizations that are involved, people, organizations that we have worked with before, there was just so much alignment to where we saw the potential that this uh, coalition has and we knew we had to take part of it. We knew we had to do our part. It becomes not only just something you want to do, but I believe a social responsibility to your community. So um, thank God from that call from the Community Foundation to, to tell us about this dope, dope coalition. Um, and we're just happy to take place and be a part of it, honestly. Now, that's beautiful. And we appreciate you very much. And I know we're going to be wrapping up here. So can you tell people... Um, where they can find you, what information they need to to connect with y'all. I mean, let's let let the people know what's going on. Yeah, so you can find us on our website. You can look at our website. I really suggest you check that out. It uh, has a whole layout of the focus areas that I mentioned, programs, upcoming events, ways that you can stay engaged. And our website is bluedfoundation.org. Um, you can also check us out on Instagram, Facebook. Twitter, all just blueedfoundation.org. So once again, B-L-U-E-D Foundation. And then you can call us too, uh, 909-685-9995. Um, and then if you just have any questions through email, you can hit us up through our email, which is info um, at blueedfoundation.org. Um, those are the ways, I mean, we try to just, any way that you would like to get engaged, Please, please come come through. We we appreciate volunteers. We appreciate um, even we will be hiring soon. So if you are interested in working directly with us, uh, please don't hesitate to reach out. That's beautiful. Thank you. I appreciate you. Um, and I appreciate the Blue Foundation. It's been an honor to have you as a guest here. Uh, this is Just As Be uh, podcast. And for those who don't know, this is Just San Bernardino podcast. And, um, you know, we are interviewing folks who are part of the coalition, part of the community and trying to get their story as we build the people's plan. Just SB, ladies and gentlemen, go to justsb.org and don't forget the Blue Foundation. When you see Blue Foundation, there's no E in the blue. 
It says BLU Foundation. You can look at them up. They've been famous, holding it down for decades in this region, and they are standard practice. And I and I tell you right now, a lot of organizations did not make it, but they did, and I'm glad they did. So it's an honor and a beautiful moment to be a part of this process and see the growth that Blue Foundation has been doing. And they've been keeping their word. You know, they've been growing and also supporting people in the community. So go ahead and support the Blue Foundation, ladies and gentlemen. Blue Foundation. And shout out to the Just SB. This is the Just SB Podcast. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Just SB Podcast. For more information about the People's Plan, go to www.justsb.org. That's www.justsb.org. The People's Plan. Your voice matters. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, got it bumping. Hey.